What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. No see, buddy. It's been ages, hasn't it? It's been one week since you looked at me. Uh, Let's sing some songs together. I was thinking about that. Uh, Let's just do a whole karaoke show. Where we both <laughs> just do songs. I've missed I, you. How are you? I found myself flowers. Changed my name in sand. Found myself for hours. And I hold my own hand. What the hell is that? I don't know. That that's Miley Cyrus, but I really butchered it. Oh, I don't know I don't, Miley Cyrus. I can't sound as manly as her. Oh, I've, well, I know. I've... Oh yeah, I guess I kind of talk like Miley Cyrus, huh? <laughs> yeah, whenever she uh, puts on the mask. Yeah. No, no one cared who I was till I put on the mask. I only know that one song where it's like e body body e body body. Ebody body, is that Miley Cyrus? Yeah, that okay. um, I don't that, know what that AI uh written one. <laughs> Ebody body, Ebody body. I think so. I don't know. Da ba dee da ba da, da ba dee da ba da, da ba dee da ba da, da ba dee. What are they saying there, Lorenzo? Um, they're saying I'm blue. Da ba dee da ba die, and I always would tell my brother stuff because his name's dobby oh interesting yeah like i guess the elf from harry potter everybody tells me that i don't know anything about harry potter i know very yeah i've seen like the first two of them i've seen nothing that's good uh, uh, i i always heard a rumor it was uh i'm blue if i were green i would die and that but i know it's not that but now every time i hear that song that's what i hear even though it's, it's definitely crazy. not that. That gets into like uh racial sort of centrics and sure. the idea of the idea of being one other color compared to another you. would kill you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the same thing, like uh I guess like lyrics like that. I hear different lyrics in uh songs sometimes, like that Christmas song where it's like, Maybe we'll make some fucking pie. But she's really saying pumpkin pie. But oh. now when you hear that song, all you're going to hear is her saying fucking pie. I feel like pumpkin pie is more of a like a Thanksgiving thing and not really a yeah, fucking holiday pie a Christmas thing. <laughs> well, you, you'd have like, uh, what are those things called? The fruitcakes. Yeah, fruitcakes. Yeah, and not just my, my, my uncles. <laughs> <laughs> So what's up, man? What have you been up to? <laughs> Nothing. Just uh, practicing my Roger Klotz laugh impression. <laughs> oh, you do that? Hey, That's funny. pretty good. Yeah, I, I could do a pretty good uh, Roger Klotz. And could do like bacon sizzling. I go with like... That's tremendous. Wait, do that one again. Are you cooking bacon right now? That's exactly what it sounds like, right? I did. I you tricked me. <laughs> That's but God yeah, bless Roger America. Klotz. Roger Klotz was voiced by the great Billy West. Dude, who, he did like all the characters in that fucking show, didn't he? He did like all the Nicktoon characters at the time. Like he was mm-hmm. Ren and Stimpy. He was Doug. He was Roger. Um, I don't think he had anything to do with Rugrats or Rocco's Modern Life or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, he was like way talented he, did, he really didn't have anything to do with Rocco's Bar Life, right? Jesus no. crazy. Rocco is um one uh Garcia from Reno 911. Yeah, Carlos something something out Carlos Danger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Shut his up. uh 
Oh, oh, hey, Hef. Oh, hey. I don't think that's very... I, I don't know. I'm, mine, that's pretty horrible. good. Thanks. No, that's pretty good. I've been doing a lot more impressions lately, so I, I wanted to see, like, now that you were doing Roger Klotz, what what else do you do? We can do an impression uh, off and then go into the karaoke off. I could do... I would always do a John Travolta, like, hey, it's me, John Travolta. Hey, up your nose with the rubber hose. Whoa. Got to... Is John Travolta on the stream? Dude, with my face off. Can you do uh can you do Carl from uh WATP? Um Lorenzo, uh, this is Carl. This is Carl. I'm Carl. I'm uh, this is Carl. <laughs> is that your impression of him? That's my impression of Carl. You fucking idiot. This Carl. Get the fried pickles. Get the fried pickles. Get the fried pickles. I don't know what what he what his catchphrase is. Works for me. Or does what Carl what is, are you talking about? I don't know. What does Carl say when he I'm signs talking about off? Carl from Who Are These Podcasts? I thought I was too. <laughs> doesn't he go pickles? like? Doesn't he go like? Um, oh yeah. fuck! No, Eat what does he say? Pickles. You're you're coming with me, dirt bag. No, that's real. What? No, I'm he doesn't not... have a sign off like that at all. He plays <laughs> a bunch of audio clips from a soundboard. I'd buy that for a dollar. No, no, I think that is his sign out, sound off, actually. Yeah, I think that's what all his people, his Patreon. Do you do a Kevin uh, Brennan? Do you watch Kevin Brennan? Do you know Kevin Brennan? I think I know that name. And I doesn't he go like, um, uh, like, meticulous? And I don't know what the fuck what? <laughs> I don't know any of these people. No, he's a guy who goes, Chad's a fucking idiot. He's Doesn't that he guy go... who has the complexion of a hot dog. He's always pink, and he's always yelling with Chad and uh, Bob Levy. All right, Misery Loves you, Company. You want to hear my impression of Bob Levy? Yeah, dude, Bob Levy. I'm Bob Levy. Howdy, 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 howdy. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's Bob Levy. Man. That's Bob Levy. I'm Bob uh, Levy. Howdy, 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 howdy. I'm Bob Levy. That's howdy, good. howdy, howdy. <laughs> You're coming with me, dirtbag. No, uh, You're coming with me, dirtbag. We're doing tremendous stuff here. We're, we're curing cancer <laughs> with our podcast. Bob Levy is very, he's 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 a good guy to hype up uh, whatever show he's on. He makes it. No, he's important. cool. He's a real cool cat. You've interviewed had, him, right? Yeah, I had an interview with him. It got very like uh, spiritual. It felt like you know, really. It felt like it, where like he was like, oh, about the future and. His legacy, it, it just felt like that, like he was like feeling like he was getting closer to to death or something. Of course I, I he wouldn't is. Say, he should have been dead like 15 years ago. I'm not even saying that he's the one that's dying, but maybe like his the people around him are dying. So oh, he's he getting older. Way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what he's I mean? getting older, yeah. I, I noticed yeah. it with uh, uh, even people I'm related to. Like all of a sudden they're talking like more about like religion and stuff. And I'm like, what? You weren't. A religious person but at the same time i'm understanding it's that they're getting older and i guess they're thinking about but yeah bob's no matter what bob wants his legacy to be i think it's always going to be that it, he used to close his shows by eating blue cheese out of girls butts that's really what he did yeah that used to be like his closing bit i didn't i, I never saw it i don't oh. think i don't think i ever saw bob levy live until DabbleCon. um but yeah he used to like get a girl on stage and somehow I don't I don't know if it was a joke or a punchline than a joke, but he would like put blue cheese in their butt crack and like lick it out. I feel like you would need a lot of paperwork to well, be able today, to do yes. that. Yeah, yes. you know, these were the early aughts. It was, was the say, wild wild west. You need like consent from her, and oh, then yeah. like food safety laws. You know, <laughs> I think uh, blue you, cheese is pretty safe. I don't think, and anyway, if anyone's gonna get sick, it's Bob. I'm just thinking though, like, what would taste? Wor- well, I like blue cheese, so I would feel like it, I'm a blue it, cheese guy as well. Yeah, no, very much so. I that's very hard to find too, because 99% out of the time, everyone tell you, "Ooh, blue cheese," but yeah, I I feel like if you want the closest taste to ass from a salad dressing, blue cheese would be it. Absolutely. Yeah. Put it on some I'd, potato skins if you want to replicate a butthole. I would put um some Catalina on the toes. 
Cat- mm. Catalina. It tastes like ketchup, that dressing, you know? Yeah. Real, yeah. real sweet. Real sweet. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put but, it on those toes. But I, mm. I couldn't imagine. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I can't imagine seeing that. I would feel like I would be seeing something illegal, like some Tijuana shit, if I saw some guy like, hey, um, Cub's about to close. Let's do our finisher. Yeah. Just eat, eat blue cheese out of the butthole of a woman. There might be video of it somewhere. And you know who's probably definitely seen it is like Cardiff. I bet he's seen it. But I've never seen it. <laughs> I feel like Cardiff's seen a lot of things. Yeah. He's absolutely. like the for- he's the force gump of the Dabbleverse. Like yes. he uh he's lived every like moment in time, been a part of it somehow. Yes, that's a very good uh analogy there. Yeah, he is like the <laughs> Forrest Gump. He's somehow contributed to it or been a part of it. A hundred percent. Yeah, not that I don't. I mean, I think Forrest Gump's cool. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. At the time, it was a good movie, but you know, looking back, it's kind of a, it's a weird movie. You know, the whole he's like pining over this chick, and she wants like nothing to do with him, and she keeps dragging him along, and uh, then like finally, like she has AIDS, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I'm gonna bang you now." And uh, I don't know that 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 bothered me, but I guess she probably got. Did she get AIDS after she had the kid? Did he? I don't kid know. Have AIDS? I don't think his kid had AIDS, but did I know. Forrest have AIDS? Did he get AIDS from her? No. Nah, Can I think men the... get AIDS from uh, heterosexual sex? I think the retardedness like blocks it. You know? Oh, the, right. Yeah. The one, le- the one less chromosome or one extra chromosome sort of balances out trust the science yes yeah i think you're right i think i did read that on uh daily mail yeah dr steve should know if that, that uh, dr. Steve would. <laughs> uh, I, yeah I've so tuned, retards can't get aids i've tuned into his shows and does he just play music is that all like i don't well see... that's like before his show they're setting okay. up and then eventually he does play a show but sometimes the beginning of could be a little long but it's them setting up. But yeah, he does like a a health show. People call in with their health problems, or mm-hmm. they take on just like a topic that's happening in the you know current events with health. And uh, Doctor Steve's just a really cool dude, and like he's he's easy to listen to. He does. It's not like you don't feel like you're listening to a doctor, but he's mm-hmm. as smart as a doctor. And uh, he actually mm-hmm. just literally today. It's so funny you say this. I got a whole box from Doctor Steve of all like this weird medicine swag so everyone go check out weird medicine on youtube weird it's weird medicine everywhere it's like the longest running first ever medical radio show check your stupid nuts for lumps is it that long running yeah he's been doing it forever and that's what like i I can't believe like he still does it like i give dr steve so much credit like he has a real passion for broadcasting because i don't you know I don't know if I could do it as long as he's been doing it. And he's a hospice doctor. You should, you should interview oh, Dr. Steve. Really? Yeah. So Dr. Steve, that's why I think Dr. Steve does this, not knowing nothing about the man, except for we text back and forth every now and then, but I haven't gotten like too personal or too deep, but he's a hospice doctor. So you have to imagine he's around death so much Oh yeah, that he does yeah. this stuff to kind of feel alive. And again, I'm just totally, you know, going you know based on my own idea of what fun is but uh dr steve seems to have a lot of fun doing this stuff and yes he would be absolutely interesting way more interesting than i am to interview uh, nah don't say that i'm nah. fun though <laughs> i try to make every show i'm on fun like i feel like i have to put on a show and be funny you know? well yeah like that's that's how i feel like we all are in this uh universe where there's a million broadcasters literally millions it is so and weird. The majority of them have a uh, better looking bodies, so they already have an advantage. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, it, it, there is uh, something to that. Like you know, Sirius showed us that that if you're good looking and a popular celebrity, it doesn't really matter if you can broadcast. We'll figure that part out later, and we're gonna give well, you a multi million dollar show. It's the halo effect, right? Or something where you just are grasping on to more beautiful people. I don't know. That's it. There, I think it's called the halo effect. Oh, I don't know the name. 
That's my um that's me singing the Halo theme song. Oh, Halo the video game. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that was my attempt. I saw you had uh I was looking at your uh other interviews and you had Jake Hudson on. How'd that one go? <laughs> that was interesting, was, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun. I he, love he, him. He he seemed like he was um uh in a labyrinth the way he like walks around with his phone like yeah. he's in this never-ending maze you know yeah and uh i know when he finally like sat down he was like i'm gonna do a wrestling move to my pillow and he like did a wrestling move to his pillow but he didn't what? tell me what what move it was and i was what? all oh, oh what was it could you I figure it out no it looked like it looked like when you power bomb your pillow or something oh you know? okay the classic power bomb <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna have to watch that one yeah i was really i'm not gonna lie jake i was scared of you but uh then i went on his show and i had so much fun just like goofing around and talking about whatever was happening like around yeah him. we were talking about wrestling uh because he you know he has that smackdown looking logo yeah and then uh i don't know what else we were talking about it the time just flew by yeah and that's it surprisingly got a lot of views i think he was just sharing the the shit out of it though yeah he shares he shares his stuff a lot did you watch speaking of wrestling because i i went on after the first night and no one watched wrestlemania did you watch wrestlemania yeah i kind of why like, didn't i message fell, you i fell asleep uh during like a little bit of it because i had worked all day and then wrestlemania yeah. was like 30 minutes after i were i got out of work sure but uh i watched like the majority of it yeah what'd you think did you like it uh yeah it was pretty good i was hoping fucking cody rhodes would have went over yeah that was a little weird i mean you gotta think like they had everything it was all like there they had the building mm -hmm. like what situation is going to be better than what they had you know, like yeah. from that that injury he had that he came back from, the fact that he won the Royal Rumble, like you know, Dusty and Goldust, they never won the Royal Rumble, never brought home the title, and it's like we're still gonna have this motherfucker chase. Like, I don't know. It didn't, no, it didn't. It didn't make sense. WWE's all caught up on records, and it, it's like WWE has to remember this isn't real. Like these aren't like I understand <laughs> like. I understand, like, yes, people are being power bombed, and you know the the bumps are real. But as yeah. far as like, oh, he's the greatest of all time. He's a Hall of Famer. Like, it, that's bullshit. Like, there's nothing like that. It's all one man or now two man. It's Vince McMahon and Tony Khan. That other guy, you know, those are the two biggest promotions right now. If those guys aren't, you know, saying yes, that guy's good, that guy wins, that again, none of you are doing anything. So I don't yeah. know like why they put so much stock into like record number days or like how many times a guy's been chanted. It's such bullshit. Like the whole hall of fame thing is bullshit. You know, I would, I would argue though that like even the NBA and the NFL is almost the same thing. Like I know it's, it's more real, right. but like statistics and stuff, it, people start making up statistics like, Oh, this one has the most passes for five yard penalty, da da da, sure. it, and it's just like why? Yeah, you're right. right. In sports, there's such a fixation on like numbers and records to give it more right. meaning. You know? No, you're absolutely right. Like, yeah, you'll be watching a game on Fox, and they'll be like, "That's the first time a guy who graduated from Florida State and started in a game in Florida had two times." It's like, how did anyone even look up that? record yeah. like that doesn't even make sense <laughs> the only thing i will say about that is one it's real sports like you have to yeah. actually accomplish the things and two mm -hmm. not yeah. every record guy is in the hall of fame like that guy you know what i mean like mm -hmm. they'll be like oh that was the longest punt return for a touchdown that doesn't necessarily mean that guy's going to be in the hall of fame you know like real yeah. sports actually like put thought into who should be in the hall of fame wwe hall of fame is like all right, we need a guy like, oh, how about Coco Beware? Like, yeah, we I mean, need yeah. a we need a colored person. We need a woman. <laughs> we need, uh, you know, like they right a giant and a celebrity. <laughs> like they have a formula every year, and it's stupid. Uh -huh. And uh, mm -hmm. I actually fought. Do you remember Big Van Vader? Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, um, 
a couple of years he ago. Was in, he was in that he was in that Boy Meets World episode, right? He absolutely was. He was Nathan Supley's dad. That big guy <laughs> from Clerks and all the Kevin Smith movies who's like jacked uh-huh. now. Did you nah, know that? that's that, yeah, yeah. He's like he went all podcast rowdy when he uh when he got jacked. He was like everywhere, right? Everyone yeah. was like, How'd you do it? How'd you do it? How'd he looks like it? Braun Strowman. Uh-huh. Exactly. I've been fat all my life. I just dedication to do 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 ba do boop. I need to get to the gym, Lorenzo. Big time. Yeah. I have a membership too, and I don't even go. See, and that's where I, I started stop uh even kidding with myself because I know everyone has a membership and they just don't go. It's I just know. ten dollars you're wasting. It is, uh, but there's always that option. And plus I could always go there if I want to take a shower. <laughs> I was about <laughs> to say if you ever go homeless, you could you could uh I remember that was my plan. 100%. I was like, if I ever if I ever have to live in my car, just get a membership at Planet Fitness, you could shower in there. Yeah, you could li- live in there. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you could. I mean, I mean, eventually, I guess someone would start to realize that you're hanging out in the locker well, room. <laughs> well, COVID kind of fucked that up though, because they closed down gyms with COVID. So yeah, I but imagine... that's all done. Everything's yeah, back. Yeah. I, the, the, nothing's real. Everything. Nothing's real. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you, dude. Where, where were you going with Vader? What, what, oh, what? yeah. So we were talking about the Hall of Fame. So mm-hmm. a couple of years, I think it was in 2000, I don't know, 17 or maybe, he announced that he had two years to live, right, on Twitter. The doctors yeah. told him, like, hey, you're going to Okay, also, how did he know that? Just some, I, you just tweet, I have two years to live. Pretty much, and that's pretty much what he tweeted. And along uh, with along with a picture of his cock, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, poor Leon! How dare you? He didn't, I didn't mean, mean to tweet out. He didn't mean, mean to do it. Tweet out a picture of his dick. Yes, Vader tweeted a picture of his dick. So I responded and I said, "Hey, Leon, is anyone documenting your life right now?" And uh, I I live in the mighty Rocky Mountains. And uh, I knew Vader was at least billed from there, and he at least used to live out there. And he said, no, email me. And I did. Uh, turns out he wasn't living near me, but he was in uh, Dallas living with his son at the time. And hmm. uh, I started following him for a couple of months and, and documenting him. Um, and his big thing was that he wanted to be in the Hall of Fame. And no, that's uh, understandable, yeah. Yeah, and I got it. And uh, I guess, yeah, there is something because I would be like, what? Like, why? Like, why do you care? Like, you know, you know, you were great. And, uh, you know, none of this was, you know, it's not like, like I said, someone wrote all this. Like, it was all Vince McMahon or whoever yeah. was writing for WCW at the time. Like, and he's just like, it's, it's validation, you know? I like, I guess these guys, they need that validation. Um, but it's funny because I was just reading an article t- today. Do you remember? skinner from wwe no he was like a bayou like crocodile hunter guy in the 90s i don't even know and i recall a lot of random characters and i don't recall a character named skinner yeah his name was skinner he did nothing and he was saying like the same thing i am he's like who cares about the hall of fame one I don't think Skinner's going in the Hall of Fame, but there might come a day in, you know, or a year in the next 15 years when they're like, we've really scraped the barrel of WWE superstars. Maybe we should induct Skinner. But, uh, but yeah, he was basically <laughs> saying the same thing. Like, who cares? Who cares about this stuff? Like, it's not, you know, it's not like anyone really achieved any of these accomplishments. Um, I could see why Vader want, would want to, though. Like, I, I guess. Too. Yeah, I could see I could see that where yeah, he was great. He did all these things. He was beloved. I know I like him as a fan of his yeah. like but I guess I could see him wanting like that like you said that validation even though yeah, none of it's real. It's all made up. It's it's you getting the world's greatest dad mug when you it's like I'm not the world's greatest dad. Right. What are you talking about, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah and um and and there was always like he he felt that it was personal between uh, him and Vince McMahon that uh, he had some issues, I guess, with Vince McMahon. I and, and because they literally put him in a year after he died, which is pretty fucking cold. That is fucked up. That is fucked up. Because I actually went down the first year I started following him 
was for Orlando. So whenever the most recent WrestleMania in Orlando was. Um, and he should have gotten inducted that year. That was right after he announced that he was going to die and everything. And I don't know. And everyone thought that was a work too. Wrestling's crazy. What really... did he die of? Like cancer? Or... No, like... he had a congenitive heart failure. Oh, okay. I thought I thought his head was far worse based on just hanging out with him. Like he would just like he would just like fall asleep, like kind of in the middle of like talking, mm-hmm. and then um, he. Uh, he just had like a lot of head, he had a lot of head issues, just issues in general. But he was a really nice guy. Um, but our dot, we know he was a pain in the ass to work with, um, like logistically, as far as like the documentary and like trying to because I was like, we have to start a Kickstarter. And I, I presented him with a budget and he's like, hey, why do we need nine grand for a camera? And I'm like, well, if we wanted to look good, my other cameraman has a Sony FS7. So I would like to match his camera plus lenses are expensive. Like, and I mean, I guess you could do things just with GoPros and an iPhone and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but it I, sounded like you wanted, you cared, like you wanted it to look good. So I have a YouTube channel at Bedabbler. And uh-huh. if you notice, I am a huge fan of quality production as far as my video go, videos go. I've been working in video production for over 20 years now. And yes, I just wanted to make an awesome documentary. I didn't care about money. And I told him that. I was like, listen, Leon, we can do a Kickstarter. Half of it can go to you just for being you. And then half of it goes to whatever I need to do the documentary because I need to fly. I need to go all the because he's like, why can't we rent a camera? And I'm like, okay, Leon, like, let's pitch into this scenario. It's 2 a.m. and you get rushed to the hospital. I have to get the first flight out of here. Am I going to wait until the camera, you know, rental camera place opens? Like, and I was just like, I can't deal with this. So I had to call off the documentary and I kind of got it because I feel like wrestlers, they deal with so much shitty people like bookers and just scummy guys. Yeah. People who want to like screw you, screw them over any way they can. Right. He doesn't know me. I was just some asshole that tweeted him. He doesn't understand. He doesn't know my background. However, I spent over 10 grand of my own money flying places to film him and everything. And all I got yeah. out of it was a trailer. Um, I'll say, how old were you when you were uh, pitching this to him and all that? Well, I'm 16 now. And this was probably like 2017. <laughs> so it was that six. So I was 10 years old. Were uh, you? <laughs> yeah. No, or not, were you like a teenager? Yeah. No. Uh, early 30s. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah so uh yeah it's like uh early 30s or whatever okay um, you were a kid like uh, essentially uh, I mean, to him uh, well yeah yeah exactly um and uh but yeah i have a good job like like i said i've been doing i've been doing my career uh for a long time now so um i was willing to do that uh because i wanted to do this documentary so bad and he was just like he was just like looking at he was scrutinizing everything i was looking to like um you know everything in my budget and it was the camera thing that that just like that was the final straw and i just couldn't do it and then uh you know he eventually did die i think he made it a little actually i think he made it like two years it was like pretty right on the nose it's kind of crazy but that's scary i don't really have i mean i have a lot of footage of him i don't know what to do with it nothing's incredibly interesting Actually, he got arrested, or he almost got arrested at WrestleCon, and it was literally, he goes, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go back up to the room and get a battery. I go to the room, and I get a battery. I get in the elevator, and it's just me and Jeff Jarrett, who is incredibly shorter than I would have ever imagined. (laughs) We take the elevator down. The elevator door opens, and Vader's son is right there at the elevator, and he goes, dude, my dad's getting arrested. And I just look at Jeff Jarrett and he goes, that's never a good thing. And I just, me, <laughs> me and, and uh, Vader's son just start running towards WrestleCon because it's in this giant Hyatt or something. It's turned into a Boy Meets World episode. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so now Vader's son and I are running to go see, find Vader and he's talking to these cops and uh, the hotel wants to kick him out because apparently on his way to the bathroom, he bumped shoulders with a security guard. And, you know, obviously a wrestler and a security guard, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think 
I don't think either one of them wanted to apologize. So it turned yeah. into a whole fucking thing. Um, and uh, so I have some footage of that because they kept telling me to turn off the camera and then I would turn the camera back on and it's just the floor. They never arrested him. And he actually, um, he was, but they did kick him out. Like they kicked him out of WrestleCon. This was, it was supposed to be like a two day event and he got kicked out of the first, after the first night. And uh, so I said, Leon, where were you going to go? You know, after WrestleCon, he was like, oh, Fort Lauderdale. So I was like, how far is that? He's like, uh, I don't know, three hours. I was like, cool. We're going to drive for three hours. I'm going to have GoPro set up and we're just going to talk. So I have that, but I don't know. I know it's, it's not incredibly interesting. Some things are interesting because like I said, he just like falls asleep at random times, but I don't know if that's too sad. I don't know. I, like there's no bombshell thing. There yeah, was like, there's yeah. a time, there's a moment where he's like, he talks about how he thinks like Jake the snake, like he doesn't get why everyone's so like in his corner. And I was like, what do you mean? Like the guy was a total drug addict on the verge of death. And like, he's like, okay now. Like he brought his life back together. Of course people are going to like that. He's like, yeah, he's like a scumbag and all the shit. Like he did not like Jake the snake. So <laughs> maybe there's something there, but it's well, actually, yes. you could understand that if he was a piece of shit dirt bag and then, yeah, he brought his life back, but he's not apologizing to everyone he was a fucking dirtbag to. You're going right. to feel yeah. like, man, no, that guy's a piece of shit. Who cares about him? Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. And again, he knows him way better than I do. I just mm -hmm. know the guy from, you know, wrestling and the movies. He actually traveled with the guy and had interactions with the guy. So, yeah, he could have, uh, you know, totally been an asshole. I could see that. Um, but, yeah, it actually, I'm, I'm thinking about trying to turn something more into like a don't meet your heroes kind of documentary. But I think the time has passed because like, I think I should have been shooting myself as I was like really stressed out because like we would set up like phone meetings and he like wouldn't pick up. And then like, we would set up a call for the next day. He was just impossible to like work with and like coordinate things with. And it was just like, man, I really regret like meeting you. Like, that's how I felt. And then, like, and even our last interaction, interaction, I, I think I still have the emails. I was, like, really bummed. And I was like, hey, man, I just, I can't do this. This is too stressful. You're not really, I'm doing everything. And, you know, you're not really, um, you know, you're helping not cooperating. me yeah. yeah, you're not really cooperating. Like, even, like, I'd be like, uh, Leon, I heard you're going to be in St. Louis. Like, there's a website that's promoting you're going to be in St. Louis. Are you going to be there? He's like, yeah, I'll be there. And I was, and he's like, He's like, oh, this is around when Harley Race was dying. And I was like, oh, that would be great if I could get footage of you and Harley Race, like, meeting. Like, I think Harley Race actually outlived Vader, but it would have been yeah. great. And he's like, yeah, I'll figure that out. Da -da -da. Never got back in with me. I missed everything. I actually drove to the... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Event in St. Louis with uh, my mom, and uh, it was like <laughs> fucking like... 13 hour drive no was it 13 i think it was like eight or nine hour drive there eight nine Jeez. hour drive back yeah and like like we we're just doing all ourselves and it was just like oh hey you came and i'm like yeah i came he was like what are you talking about like i told you i was gonna come like it was just a really weird experience and it was just like kind of driving me crazy so yeah i should have been shooting myself more like having my mental breakdowns and uh yeah so i i told him i was like i can't do this anymore and uh i think one of the last messages he sent me was like i wish i could say it was nice meeting you and i was like ah you fuck i should have wrote that ah, i got vaderized vader bomb it's time it's time, it's time. yeah but he, i mean overall he's a very nice guy and again you know he's he was dying and, you know, he had a lot of things on his plate. I know, but he really wanted to do a documentary. That's the thing. Cause I was like, Hey well, man, if you it, don't, it sounded like this, you wanted to, you wanted to do it just as much as him, but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I guess he, he probably like heard your, I wouldn't say demands your expectations. 
and it probably like tired him out or something. It's just like, man, maybe I don't want to do this. And it's like, well, you want to do it or you want to do it right? Like, right. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. He didn't have to do anything. He just had to give me his like itineraries. He just had to let me know where he was going to be. And then it was like, because then it was getting like really interesting. I remember in St. Louis, we were talking. And he was like, hey, man, this guy's going to uh, book me in Germany. He's like, you should come out to Germany with me. And I was like, yeah, man, that would be great. But I need to get the Kickstarter going. So I need to, you know, get some more things from you. Um, and then uh, I created a trailer and I sent him the first cut. And I was like, Leon, this isn't finished. Don't tweet it. Just look at it and give me your thoughts. <laughs> and then fucking like literally five minutes later, I see he tweeted out, this is the trailer for my new documentary. And I was oh like, ah, my God. Shit. Oh my God. It went over pretty well, but it actually, it didn't get as much attention as I would have thought it did. Like, I think it still only has like about 10,000 views, which again, for a guy like Vader, you and he tweeted it out and is like, hey, this is the trailer for my new documentary. Like, I, I feel like it should have had like 10,000 views that first day. So I don't know. I, I guess that I don't know whatever time was going through. I know um there was a time like like now I care about wrestling because, you know, you have a W WWE, mm-hmm. but there was it's a time like now with your john cena and yep. batistas where i was like eh, it's kind of boring garbage i didn't really care you know no competition uh, yeah but then who, now you you see you see the stars that they're trying to make now and i quote stars right and it's like man we we uh pine for those times but no nah, I, I i think vader was badass and that that sounds badass that you got to meet him and stuff like that but I've, if I were you, I'd find a way to release that footage. I know, uh, well, I'll look for, or no, my buddy, you know, Retro Horror Inc., the guy who does all my art, yes. he'll look for old, like, Macho Man interviews that were, like, lost to time. And it's just interesting to see them in a different angle or a different view or maybe a, b- building their character. In this case, you know, it's him at the end when he's, like, I don't know, kind of, like, sad right yeah there there are there are definitely angles too and i know there's an audience like i know wrestling fans love anything involving wrestlers like it doesn't mm -hmm. care it doesn't matter it could be wrestler just sitting on the toilet taking a dump for 40 minutes reading the paper (laughs) and people (laughs) fucking watch it (laughs) and they'll this is awesome this is awesome (laughs) they'll chant they'll examine it they'll be like did you see that he licked his fingers when he turned the page in a newspaper. That's so gross. <laughs> Shit forever. <laughs> Shit forever. But you're uh, right, man. Yeah, I, I. that's when I fell out of wrestling. I mean, honestly, I think once the WWE bought WCW and then it was like just the WWE, I fell out of wrestling. And um, for a good like 10 years, and then uh, someone invited me to WrestleMania at uh, Meadowlands, and I was all fucking back in. If you <laughs> can ever go to a WrestleMania, I know Lorenzo, you don't like to leave the house. I but, don't. I do not, dude. You are. I'm telling you, you are. You if you can ever go to a live WWE event, especially a pay per view, and especially something as big as WrestleMania, you're going to go with thousands of people who are just like you. None of those people wanted to leave the house either, but they all left the house (laughs) to go share this common love for wrestling and just being a fucking idiot. Like, this was right when Fandango, this was Fandango's first match. So I remember I was just like going around going, Fandango! And everyone in the halls of of the Meadowlands would like repeat, like I was leading chants for fandango and the guy didn't even wrestle yet we were there to see his first wrestling match and oh it was so fucking fun man i know I, I, I was back I miss, in. Going, I miss going to any live events i love i don't think i've ever been to a wrestling event i i love going to concerts and stuff like that yeah but i know like the here in san antonio it's always like the royal rumble the royal rumble is like always yeah why here. is that i don't know why that is strange right it's that is always true. In san antonio have you ever had a wrestlemania uh we had in dallas okay i think i think yeah yeah I, uh, yeah oh yeah definitely dallas you had the big yeah. one at the new dallas yeah uh, that huge one but 
I don't think San Antonio's ever had a WrestleMania, but they always have the Royal Rumble here. Like I, I know there's the been a, definitely more than one. Uh, but yeah. yeah, like wrestling, man. Like, and again, like WrestleMania is like super. I haven't been to the Super Bowl, but I assume. Um, but yeah, like just like the everyone's just acting like an asshole, and uh, it's just so much fun. But uh, no, I, hate, I yeah, and I hate live sports. Like I hate live sporting events. Like I like I guess when I'm there, uh, you know, in watching the event, but. I hate how they just fucking charge you for everything. Obviously, parking, you know, food is like way more expensive. I hate all that. I hate that aspect, and I hate going to support like sports teams. But um, but yeah, wrestling, wrestling's a blast. I will. I'm I more will definitely do that. I'm more of a people watcher when I would go to events. Like you know that like dad that like kind of stands there like. Yeah, yeah, they're like everyone. That's what that's what I would do. And I remember I went to as far as like musical concerts go. I don't know if you've ever heard of Melanie Martinez. No. Uh okay. Well, she's a pop artist, and I went and saw her because I really like pop music. Sure. Oh, I I know. (laughs) I do very much so. And I went to her concert, and her her whole gimmick was like an album where she's a baby becoming an ad- a, like a, like a kindergartner right okay that's like th- that's the album right that's basically a story being told okay weird so like the state yeah the stage is like big old blocks and baby cribs and stuff and there are people in the crowd my age with fucking baby bonnets on and the the pacifiers the and they're fuck? they're acting like babies and I'm here literally probably wearing the same thing I'm wearing now, like jeans and a red shirt or something. Oh, I guarantee you were. <laughs> and I was just watching them like, oh, they're really into this. Like, Yeah, pedophilia you know? is way in right now. <laughs> this No, this was years back. This was a, oh. man, I don't know. Well, when. But who, pedophilia who was Melanie Martinez. I can write that down. Yeah, and I like her pop music. It's good pop music. Anyway, so... um. Yeah, like, but you go to all like rock concerts and like, let's say even, uh, fucking, I went to a Gore concert and everyone's dressed oh, like. Oh really? Yeah, I've been to Gore like five times. I've seen them really? live. There, yeah, I Where, love Gore. Like, are, you see them in like, cause um, I think they played like a small room uh near me once, and I was really going to go. Like, uh, I I only know like one song, I think. Yeah, but, uh, I, I would go so just for the theater. <laughs> like, I love the theater of it. Like, I would totally. I want to no. see that. Where no, did you I've, like? Did you see them in a big place or a small place? I've seen them. I want to say five times, and I've seen them, uh, like twice here in San Antonio, once in Corpus Christi, and then like twice in Austin. And they were in small clubs. Okay. All right. Yeah. They yeah. They do play and, small clubs. Yeah. I was and curious was, if they were gonna like. I, I was like. Am I gonna go and get the full Guar experience? Because it was like a really small club, and I was like, no, I feel it, like their outfits are too big for the stage. No, they go hard. I w- I just went to a small club, shit. and they were like squirting the ceilings and shit. With yeah, yeah, I want to see that. The sex yeah. slaves and all that shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then I even even that first that first time I saw them. Yeah, that first time I saw them was a bigger festival. They weren't the headliners. It was like Lamb of God. Okay. Were the headliners. And that was a big festival. And I remember we just saw Gore and left. We didn't even care to, yeah. to, to watch Lamb of God. That's where I feel like it would be fun to see Gore, like in a big outdoor like festival kind of deal. Like I feel like I mean, that would be kind of good. Every I've seen them five times. I want to say three times with the original singer and then once or twice with the newer singer. Yeah. And uh after he passed away, you know, Odor's Sarungus. Yeah, I was gonna ask you if yeah. you saw them after yeah. he died. And um every Odorous time, Sarungus. dude, they they delivered. I, I know this really? one time this one time I took my cousin, the one I always talk about that, that I'm attracted to, and man, like we yes. it was it was a moment. It was a it was, it was a moment. moment. <laughs> this gore concert. Yeah, because she she's like not it? yeah, yeah, and she's not even into you know, like this shit. Like we're both awesome. we both just went to have a fucking good time and it was a fucking good time you're romantic dude i am i i know i know how to court a woman right i'm gonna take you I, to guar and then we're gonna go to red lobster no i'm i take you to guar we're gonna grab some whataburger and eat it on the way back to austin whataburger yo 
So we just got, I know I've talked to you about Whataburger before because I just talked to anyone that from. Have you uh, talked to me about Whataburger? Yes, I tweeted you once before and I asked you oh. what your Whataburger order oh, was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because we recently got Whataburgers and now we're getting infested with them where I live. First, there was two. Now there's three, but I know there's at least three more opening. So there's okay. like six, all in a span of like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. That shit is fucking expensive. It is. It is expensive, but it's. I think it's good. I it think is, it's worth. It's it worth it. It is, but I don't know. Like I feel like um, it is definitely for like a a fast food drive through burger place. But if I'm gonna spend that money, I think I'd still rather go to Five Guys. I've never had Five Guys. Oh really? I, I, I'm sure there's one around here or two. Yeah, but no, totally. now, yeah, but now like with me not being a, a outgoing person. Right, I, I'll just get like whatever because it's the closest thing. Uh, if I don't do, you do like oh. DoorDash or, or something? Yeah, but it's never fresh when you do I know. something like and that. It's, you that know what I mean? It's expensive too, dude. Yeah, they they rise up the premiums, then you got a tip, yeah, and then you have all the the fees of the dashers. Yeah, it is crazy. I don't know how people do. I was actually DoorDashing for a while, um, and like I don't use DoorDash, I, but I I was actually you know doing it driving for a while. And, mm-hmm. It's a it's a pretty decent way. I was actually on a Cardiff's uh, subreading surfing. Uh, they were talking about delivery, uh, food delivery stuff. It, it's a good it's a good way to make some extra cash if you want to like make your own like schedule and like. I'm about but, to say, yeah. did it did it work? Was it worth it? Like, did you get it's paid? Hard with, it's hard with the way the uh, gas prices are, and I was actually like I was do- so I started doing it during COVID because like I ha- I was I was working from home. And like, um, I didn't really have anything going on. And I was like, let me just do this to do something. And back during COVID, they would actually give you a lot of incentives to drive. Like they give you an extra five bucks per delivery if it was way busier and they didn't have a lot of drivers on the road. Um, So during that time it did, but then gas started getting really expensive. I went through tires, like, cause I was driving a lot. Like I was doing a lot. I didn't think about that. Tires. Yeah. yeah, and and oil changes like because I'm driving now like an extra like I was driving up to like 200 miles a day because like I I was bad at it too like I couldn't just stop somewhere and wait for orders I always felt like I had to be on the move and like go to like the hot spots and like if I wasn't getting anything there almost like fishing like I'd go okay. to somewhere like where I thought oh there's a bunch of places here I know there's normal <laughs> you know deliveries here and it's like I'm not getting any hits so then I gotta yeah. go you know somewhere else and. It's fun and, and it's a good way. And someone like you would probably like it because there's literally no interaction with people. You go to the like, and you got to figure out what places to pick up from too. Like Chipotle is always good because it's always just on a counter or it's always just on a shelf. You go in, mm-hmm. you grab Chipotle, you're in your car. And most of the time, especially during COVID, they would just be like, leave it at my door. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to know you're here. Don't even ring the doorbell. And it's still like that because actually after I did Cardiff's episode, which was a couple of weeks ago, I started doing DoorDash again, like recently. And I actually did it the other day. I just did like, I just turn it on at my house. And if I get anything like $10 or more, I'll do it. Like I'm very picky. Plus I feel like I'm doing a good deed because the more orders I reject, <laughs> those orders get sent to new dashers um, at a, like, I think they add 25 cents. So I'm actually giving okay dashers okay. more money and like are you at a certain is there like a hierarchy where af- after you've been doing it for so long you get more choice on no. what, what so, you want to do <laughs> doordash is exactly like youtube where they want you to be their slave because like i know you've seen like youtube if you want to make money on youtube or you want to be monetized or like you need to do four thousand hours and you're like how mm-hmm. am i gonna make four thousand hours of watch time unless i have the most viral video in the world you have to do live streams and stuff like this, which long content. So you basically mm-hmm. have to like, you know, right now, technically you're working for 48 minutes, right? Um, yeah, technically. So with DoorDash, they want you to maintain like an acceptance rating. And if you keep it above 70, you're like a top dasher. It's fucking bullshit. Don't do it because that means you have to accept like almost everything you get. It doesn't matter. My acceptance rating right now is 2%. That means I pretty much decline everything. 
until I find something that's worth it. And it doesn't hurt me at all. They say that you don't get the premium orders and all that shit, but it's bullshit because if you just wait long enough, and again, I don't have to do it to survive though. I was just doing yeah, it for yeah. some extra money and like I'm bored, I'm sitting around the house. Um, and actually I did it. So I was saying I did it two days ago and it's the first time someone ever reported that I didn't leave their food and it's been bothering me. I've done like literally like over 2,500 deliveries and I've never had someone report that I didn't deliver their food. It's fucking And you bullshit. did, you did of leave course. their food, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> Why would you just choose this one time right. to exactly. tarnish your reputation? <laughs> I don't know. And it was literally, I only did one order that day because I was going to drive up um, to uh, the nearest city and I was like, ah, oh, let me just put DoorDash on. I'll make some gas money on the way there because I wasn't on a time crunch or anything. And I did that one order and literally two minutes after I sent the photo to the person, I got pinged by DoorDash that said, you are in contract violation because you said that you delivered this food and they reported that they never got it. So I was like, fuck DoorDash. I'm not doing this shit. Fucking but, uh, that's like yeah. some e- eBay shit where they take the side of the the buyer before they take the side of the seller and it's just like well technically oh. i could keep they said they're like you can keep doordash and like we're gonna look into this and because they were like you can send pictures and stuff i'm like i sent a picture like you're the app makes you take a picture when you drop it off like you have the picture i don't have the picture anymore it's in your fucking stupid database so all i wrote is that's bullshit i literally just dropped it off and i sent it and that's it i can still doordash it still works and apparently they look into it I'm sure people are just scummy. That's oh, all yeah. it is. No, I, I'm pretty sure I've done scummy shit. Uh, I wouldn't say I've told anyone I got a DoorDash order when I didn't. Right. But I know I've done stuff. Uh, let's say with Amazon, where it's like, oh, I don't remember getting that item. That's weird. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. I think I would like my refund because I don't think I got it. Yeah. That, that those uh, Beats by Dre headphones. I don't remember getting them. You criminal. <laughs> I'm just trying to trying to survive in a world where, you know. No, I understand. I, and, yeah. and that only hurts big Amazon. Exactly. Exactly. Right? They don't they don't feel it at all. That's that's a broken toenail to the whole body that is uh Amazon. If even yeah. that. It just grows back. <laughs> yeah. I have a buddy who sells things on Amazon. And, uh, I mean, all these things, it just seems like, so like, I guess you have to think of it like, so like with YouTube, like once you monetize YouTube takes a giant chunk of everything, like they take 30% of everything and you don't realize how much 30% is until you see how much they take. Right. But at the (laughs) same time, you're like, okay, YouTube had to create this platform it's a platform where I can gain an audience. If I do the right things, I can build an audience and I can make more money. And it's worth the 30% because without YouTube, I'd literally have no one listening to me. Right. I guess. I don't know. And then it's like the same thing with DoorDash. DoorDash has all these fees and all these things. But at the same time, it's like, I am still getting paid to drive around and deliver people, you know, cold, fast food. If it wasn't for DoorDash, I couldn't do that. So of course they have to make money and they have to charge more. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we can sit and you could play the devil's advocate the whole time. Right. At, at least you're aware of it, you know what I mean, where it's like, right. eh, I but, guess, you know. So my buddy who sells things on Amazon cuz that's how I feel about Amazon too, like the same as you. I'm like, "Oh, fuck this." Like I order things on Amazon and I'm like, "I didn't need this or I don't want this." And I just return it. Mm-hmm. Um my buddy says that doesn't hurt Amazon, but that always hurts the person who sold it, you know, because Amazon is mostly just like individual seller. Yeah. Yeah. Third party sellers. Right. And so it, it it does hurt those people, I guess, which yeah, it sucks, but I don't know. At the same time, it's like, I guess that's the cost of business. And without Amazon, you wouldn't have your product out there. And I guess I'm just a shill for all the big tech and big companies. That's what I said. Yeah, and I usually, you know, just like how you said, I'll notice if it's like, oh, a third-party seller or straight from Amazon LLC or whatever. I, 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 I'm all for you. Where I'm more of a Robin Hood, uh, sure. where I want to, yeah, take from the the bigger corporations and stuff. Uh, for real, I, I love doing that. I actually like probably get hornier doing that than 
looking at naked women. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what's a deal? I'm saying that's probably how Robin Hood was too, right? That's true. Like, yes. Like, oh my god, eighty percent off, and then I start like feeling it in my pants, you know. El Harible's grandfather once came home with thirty cans of cat food, and El Harible's grandmother said, "El Harible's grandpa." Why did you buy all this cat food? We don't have a cat. And he was like, they were a penny a can. I couldn't turn down that offer. Like, and to this day, no one knows whatever happened with that cat food. El Harible's <laughs> grandfather probably ate it, but he just couldn't turn down the fact that it was so cheap, even though mm-hmm. he literally didn't need it. Mm-hmm. He bought 30 cans. I guess maybe he was going to feed the cats in the neighborhood. I still think he ate it, but. Uh, yeah, there are some people like that. It's because you're gonna regret it more if you don't do it than than if you actually did. You know? Uh, no, that's an illness. <laughs> he didn't need that cat food. Okay, Again, no, I, he ate it. I, I no, I, I agree with you too that it, it is an illness. Not, uh, are we starting the uh, show? Uh, is this the show? <laughs> that's that's the show. I know. Well, <laughs> No, I think that was a good uh, long uh, talk about our heroes. Yeah, man, and, we had a long you know, conversation. We just picked it right up and yeah, full steam ahead. Did you have like any questions or did you have any kind of agenda? I just realized I was looking at the thing. I was like, man, we went 55 minutes and I don't even know if we started. <laughs> yeah, all I had was um, how did that peen in the clothes thing end, end up like did that did that like end? that that like yeah I mean, yeah like everything's <laughs> everything's done i mean okay uh, I, I don't know that yeah i don't know i was like you know how it's in wrestling like huh i remember that storyline did like okay did yeah settle, did we settle that pee in the clothes feud yeah so uh i'm you know i'm sure everyone who listens to this already knows about it but for anyone who doesn't yes there was a guy who i used to do uh who used to do my show be dabbling live with me uh, he goes by Kevin Dumbfuck. Uh, we had a falling out, and then at DabbleCon, um, he had a falling out with his producer OJ Obnoxious John when he got way too drunk, and OJ woke up to him butt naked peeing on OJ's two hundred dollar designer jeans, which OJ OJ then decided to throw out. Uh, I didn't Kevin, know. I, I didn't know they were two hundred dollar designer jeans. God oh, see? damn! There, yes. OJ is a very fashionable man. Uh, OJ Samsonite, as I call him. Mm-hmm. He uh, he <laughs> likes to dress well, uh, you know, and and he deserves it. He's a good guy. He uh, co-hosts Be Dabbling Live with me. We have no set schedule. We try to do a show once a week, um, if we can. Uh, so yeah, so Kevin, uh, so basically Kevin was the uh, story of DabbleCon uh, for peeing on another man's clothes. For better Again, or worse. For better or worse, it was definitely for worse for Kevin. Uh, I don't know why these two were sharing uh, a hotel room in the first place. Homo queersicles. But (laughs) anyway, that is neither here nor there. And uh, so, uh, yeah, once we got back, Kevin tried to defend himself. He said he took a pain, a muscle relaxer. That's what it was, not a painkiller, muscle relaxer. Mm. And he didn't know how that was going to affect the alcohol. And obviously, it affected it greatly. Um, But, yeah, uh, he is kind of, he was just getting a lot of abuse for being, like, a a drunk piece of shit. And uh, he never really (laughs) took... He never really uh, he he blamed a bunch of other shit. I don't know. I don't really talk yeah. about him anymore. But I figured I'd give you an update. And but he hasn't really been the dabble verse. He's in like this outskirt of the dabble verse with like ski mask and mm. BYB. These are all shows I know of, but I don't watch because I watch all these other shows and I I'm just so invested in all this shit that I feel like my brain is melting out my ears. It's all yeah. Just there's garbage. There's a lot to keep up with if you're going to keep Ugh. up with everything. There is it's a lot. All mindless dribble and garbage. <laughs> like, why am I so invested in Chad fucking Zumok? <laughs> I can kind of get it. He's got that, to me, he's got that baby face, heel looking face like Sammy Guevara. Sure. You just want to punch him, you know? He's got that not it factor. 
Yeah, but but then he has so much confidence too. So it's even oh my god, and that guy thinks worse. he's in high school still. He's like, <laughs> I knew that guy. I knew that guy before you. I've known that guy forever. Like I've known that guy. Oh, oh, I went there. I went there before it was cool. Oh, that's really good. Oh, that place has a great green room. Oh, I've been to Stuckies. Have you been to Stuckies? Oh, you probably went to the crappy Stuckies. I went to the good Stuckies. He's a weird dude, man. But whatever. I was trying to. Yeah, I had asked him like to if I could interview him, and he was like, he, he tweeted maybe <laughs> something like that, and I'm like, dude, like, uh, do you want me to beg? Like, I don't understand what what that like he maybe, does. yeah, he does. like, but you should because that would definitely help you. Uh, the Chad business is a good business to be in. The Chad Garithm, uh is uh, is pretty Ooh. hot right now. I assume it's still. I mean, I haven't really made anything in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, like Chad, having Chad in your algorithm is is very good right now. So if you can get him on, and he said he will not be doing any more interviews with potatoes or people in masks. So I am shit out of luck. <laughs> I know, I think even someone tweeted in my defense, he's not a vegetable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Inter- let, let him interview you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just, a, I'm just a fat piece of shit. I'm not a vegetable or a guy in a mask. You should keep uh, bugging him. Tell him you have like a disease. And he might like feel like, you know, tell him you have like uh, some rare disease. What's that thing Celine Dion has where it's like turning her into a gingerbread woman? Oh, yeah. Um, man, like stone, stonification or some shit. Yeah, it's like stiff person disease or something. Oh, she gives me stiff person disease. You know what I'm saying, huh? (laughs) Baby, baby, baby. When I kiss me me like like this. And he touched me like that. that. It was lost long ago, but it's all coming coming back back to me. me. Oh, man, we're going to get struck with a copyright because that sounded exactly. (laughs) That was like we were playing a CD. Dude, yeah, that was um, karaoke gone wild. That's and I think that's a that's a good uh, note. Good note to end on. Get it? Because we sang. I do. Yeah, there we go. There's Lorenzo, more jokes there. This is fantastic. Thank you for having me on, and I gotta have you back on my show again soon. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, definitely, I'm always available. I'm always no inviting to everybody. Now, I'm not always available. I work like you know full time job too. But yeah, like I've always said, hey, let me know ahead of time. I'm down for anything. It seems like uh, nights are best for you. Yeah, nights after like six p.m. Texas time. Okay. Yeah, I'll get in touch with you because it's it's I like to rotate and cycle people and like obviously everyone does that stuff, but yeah, we haven't had you on for a while, so we'll Yeah, no, uh, definitely. Have you back on. And thanks for um, you know, making the time. I appreciate you uh, coming on and just having fun and always. You know. You're a good you're you're very good at this, Lorenzo. Um I'm, I'm and trying. I enjoy You are. You're very good at it and you're likable. You have charisma. That's why uh carl obviously hasn't you know done anything more on you because he can't goof on you like yeah i feel bad which hurts (laughs) because it would be great for him to be doing stuff on you because you get more eyes on you because yes we definitely need more people to subscribe to at lorenzo Ariola and uh, yes get you monetized because yeah you are good at this you have charisma you're likable are you still doing that therapy show that you were doing that was good yeah, yeah, I do one every Wednesday night therapy oh, stream. Okay, I'm gonna write that down so I know. Again, yeah. like I get hit with things all the time, and I try to pop in every now and then. I know Cordiff, Cordiff Natural Gas is a moderator on your channel. Oh yeah, no, he's so. a he's a good man. All the vegetables and the masked men are good men. I don't know why uh, they're so uh, taboo to some. I know. Uh, yes, people either really love them or really, really hate them. It's so. very strange. Yes. There, yeah. No. But yeah. Again, man. Thanks. And plug all your plug all your stuff. What do you sure. got going on? Uh. Yeah. Uh. I'm basically at B Dabbler. B E D A W B L E R. Uh. Pretty much on everything. I think on Twitch it's like B Dabbler Show. Uh. But yeah. I do. Um. I was best known for my recorded videos, which are just kind of like dabble verse videos. But I've gone more into the live streaming stuff and. uh we just try and do, uh, you know, we do some dabble verse stuff, but then we just try to talk about things that we're kind of interested in. And uh, I don't know. I don't really have a format. I don't know what I'm doing. 
I'm just having fun. This is all fun. I've wanted oh, to yeah. do talk radio my whole life. And uh, yeah, the, and now we can. It's it's, it's crazy. Fun. Do whatever yeah. you want. You do it from your house. It sounds and it looks professional. Like this is crazy. Like your background, everything. It just we have lower thirds. It's crazy. We have a, a complete studio at the palm of my hand. But anyway, <laughs> sound like an idiot. Well, no, man. Thanks for uh, stopping by. And yeah, like see see about doing something with that Vader stuff. That would be cool. Yeah, I will. And you'll definitely be one of the first people I show it to. So hell yeah, if I'd, I ever do like anything. That'd be badass. But yeah. All right, we'll we'll take care and see you next time. You too, dude. Thank you. Uh huh.